What the heck in heck is going on, you frothy bastards? You frothy fucks? You... What do I call our fan base of of listeners? Well, every time you open it up by (laughs) insulting them. So it's a different thing every week. I don't think that was insulting. Listeners, for starters, and like kind of see how that goes. Maybe say like, like, "Hey, what's up?" Everyone has their own fan base, right? Like their names. Like they have the uh, what are the like the Beyonce has like the Bay Hive, and um, Ariana Grande has like the. I'm not giving good examples. Yo, Craig Brad has a fan base now. Yeah, we call them Brad haters. Fucking haters. The fucking haters. That's what our followers are. The fucking haters. Proclaimed by Brad Dobbins. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Stay frothy. The podcast you'll hate that you love. Uh, me, Craig, Mike are back at it again with another fresh episode of Frothy Fucking Takes. Bitch, you heard it here first. Creating a culture that is a culture of not giving a goddamn Fuck. All right. This podcast was also brought to you by White Claw Hard hey, Seltzer. Cheers it uh, up, boys. Cheers. Don't spill on the laptop. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. Cheers. Love White Claw. It's the only hard seltzer you should be drinking this summertime. Uh, now, let's jump right into this uh, episode. All right. We've got a high demand of people asking us to cover the NBA uh, in the NHL playoffs, we are now in the almost in the finals of the NBA. We are in the Stanley Cup final for the NHL. We're going to tackle that shit. Uh, we got golfing 101 and the different types of characters that you will come across when someone initiates uh, playing golf or inviting somebody to play golf in a group setting. Um I'll let Craig tackle a little bit more of that. I hope I explained that pretty clearly. Did you I? didn't, but we'll, we're going to get to that later. You know, this is just a quick little recap or quick little, you know, you know, prefacing what we're going to talk about. And then the last one is understanding your budget. This is going to be a good one, guys. You're going to want to listen to this one. If you don't listen to anything in this podcast, you're going to want to listen to this one because this is the one that's beneficial to you and how you're going to be balling out this summer, going on trips and taking your stupid Instagram pics and shit. Like me, I take stupid Instagram pics. Yes, he does. He takes a lot of stupid Instagram. And this is this is gonna be helpful to me. What's his ethnicity? Yep. Because he's so clueless as to what his origin is, even though he did get a DNA test. Always fucking plug people. Always plug at what's his ethnicity. If you are wondering what my um, Instagram handle is. All right, let's get to the froth. Let's get frothy, bitches. Craig, NBA playoffs. What's your take so far? What do you think? All right, well, so a lot of people are pretty enthralled with the NBA playoffs thus far because it's different. I mean, over the last, I don't know, maybe eight years, we've seen LeBron James actually take uh, the Eastern Conference team, whatever it, it is that he's on, to the finals. But he's not in the East anymore. So now we have two teams that are left, and we have the Milwaukee Bucks with a guy called the Greek Freak. Unbelievable talent. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Can't shoot. If his fucking family was on the line to lose their lives, he would miss that free throw and that three-pointer. But God forbid the guy is absolutely dangerous in the paint. And he's going up against the claw, the silent killer, the corn road, grim reaper. And uh, honestly, it's been really interesting thus far because both of these teams have gone home and won both of their games respectively. And now the series is tied. And, I mean, fucking A, man, it's really exciting to just not even have LeBron James in the picture. I mean, fucking love that he is not in the Eastern Conference anymore. However, 
apparently ratings are down because LeBron's actually not in the Eastern Conference. So that, that's kind of a whole bit. But I personally think it's more exciting not to have a minute. So I guess we'll start in the East and we'll get to the West. I mean, what do, what do you guys think so far? I mean, I just think it's kind of hilarious that there's an absolute battle going on in the East and the Golden State Warriors just waltzed <clears throat> right in. Right. Which Facts. is no surprise. But oh, they're just yeah. oh, sitting that, there yeah. licking their chops waiting. Yeah, that, I mean, of, of course. Yeah, I mean, what, what's happening out west is just business as usual. Yeah, We're business as about usual. Five straight finals. I mean, we haven't seen that. Quite honestly, I, I've never seen that before. Last time it happened, I think, if I'm reading a stat correctly, it was wasn't it the Celtics? I believe it was the Celtics, the, like the way back thing. in maybe like yeah. the 30s or yeah. 40s. Yeah. But now we're seeing like the likes of Steph Curry, which. Steph Curry, in my opinion, look, all right, let's not put him into the top three player of all time. That's the best point guard I've ever seen. There is no point guard better than Steph Curry historically. Can we agree on that? Best shooter. Point guard. Who's better? My basketball knowledge uh, is limited, so I don't want to comment on know. a statement like that, but I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm sure I don't there's an argument NBA, to be made there. I'm not going to speak on the NBA like that because I'm not a diehard. I'm only here so I don't get fined. <laughs> and, and I'm I'm here to tr- to contribute whatever I can to the NBA. You don't want my take on the NBA, but I think you're making a very valid point with it being kind of like a breath of fresh air without having LeBron be back in the finals, and then it be an inevitable LeBron versus the Golden State Warriors matchup. I will say this as a guy that's actually followed um, Steph Curry since his run at Davidson, and like watching that run and watching him do what he did in that in that tournament and then performing like he's performed in the NBA I've never I've never I ha- I enjoy watching the NBA more because of Steph Curry. Right. He makes it fun. I think he's changed the game the way it's played. Um I was watch I actually saw some analysis on like where shots are taken now in the NBA versus where they used to be like before the whole like Steph Curry era and where how these guys are playing now. They're all perimeter shooting now. Yeah. They used to all be in the paint. They used to all be jump shots. And then there'd be like scattered um, like threes. And now it's all just on the perimeter. Well, dude, and, he's, and they're all sharpshooters. He's essentially changed the game. I mean, one is that of the, fair? I hardly even know what I'm like. They're all shooting from fucking concession stands yeah. and shit. Pretty much. Yeah, I like mean, Dame, like Damian Lillard is another yeah. good example of that. He just fucking jack shit up at half court. Well, dude, like Damian Lillard was looking real good. I mean, like he cold blood killed the Nuggets like by himself, <laughs> and then he goes into that series. And everybody's like, "Yo, the Blazers look the hell out." Dame Dash, <laughs> CJ McCollum. You know what I'm saying? Rodney Hood, them boys cold-blooded. Nah, they went down into fucking Oakland, got wiped out. Then they went back up to Portland where they thought they were going to grab one in the Moda Center. Nah, B. <laughs> Seth Curry ain't scoring no points. Their entire core ain't scoring no points. But the my favorite bit is that every single time the Blazers would be up by like 15 or 17 points, whether it be in the first half or the second half, and they'd fucking choke it away because they're not real. And then everybody wants to sit back and be like, yo, but the Warriors are the super team. And they put together, they got Boogie, they got KD. Yo, Boogie and KD are in fucking physical therapy. <laughs> Steph doing this shit by himself with them weak-ass ankles of his and his sweet-ass jump shot. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. They deserve to be up in here. And Steph, my guy, he's the best point guard in the league right now. 
and he's the best point guard I've well, ever seen play the game. Steph, well, he Steph, still has Steph Draymond, seen, and Draymond's been stepping up, right? Steph, yeah, yeah Dray's yeah. nice. But Steph seems to be separating himself away from the whole idea of the of it just being a straight-up super team with, like, KD, and he's just saying, like, KD or no KD or whoever the hell you put on this team, like, I'll still sweep Portland. I'm going to the ship no matter who's on there because I'm just going to separate myself. And, like, he's making Golden the Golden State Warriors Steph Curry's team. It's not KD's team. It's not anybody else's team. It's Steph Curry's team. Right. Can, can I make a just a fair accusation or a fair just point here? The Golden State Warriors were already – world champions prior to acquiring Boogie or Kevin Durant. So take them out. They're still pretty much like the same team. Like what, what, what else has changed? Nothing. I mean, they're and they're, and but I think, that, I think that's exactly. the point is like, it's but like you can't, with or without these guys, Steph Curry has matter. led this team to yeah. championships. It wouldn't right. matter. And so like to all those people out there that are dubbing this team as like this ridiculous super team that's ruining the NBA. I mean, honestly, if they're ruining the NBA, it's just because these other motherfuckers just aren't on other teams making runs. But quite literally, they've added those guys. And yes, with all five of them, they're a better team. However, their they're lackluster squad team. that they put out there will still sweep the best team in the West. They're an unstoppable team when they have Boogie and Kevin Durant. That's just like a team that you create on fucking 2K. They probably I've won't even created know, like, that team on 2K. Probably like, like, Five years ago, it wouldn't even let you create a team like that. <laughs> True. And then, and so then to flip it on said, we also got like the guys coming out of the East, which honestly, I fuck with Kawhi Leonard, man. I'm fucking with Toronto's vibe right now. I'm sitting with Drake in the six. No, Drake was on the sideline last night. Chirping, wilding, wilding. chirping Greek freak. Being like, put this man on the line. He's trash. <laughs> Yelling this courtside. Yeah, Drake, Drake was making a scene on the sideline. He was I like going it. up to the coach like, Giving him massages and shit. I'm like, bro, this is like a playoff game. Like you're on the court side, just like touching the coach he's and shit. Wild. He's yeah. he's one take Drake. It's Drake's yeah, team, bro. Wants. It's Drake's team. I mean, I want to see Drake in the finals. I want to see Drake in the finals. After he said that he has the boys from the Bay playing practice in his backyard, I want to see those boys from the Bay go yeah. up against from the boys from the Six. Who Drake gonna be riding with? <laughs> the Raptors. We'll see. What do you mean? He's gonna be no. He's gonna have a uh, Golden State jersey in his back pocket. So that he can whip that out and pull out the Drake. It's a reverse Drake curse. So he'll just have like some piece of Golden State apparel on because you know the Drake curse, right? Whatever team he wears, they inevitably end up losing. So he reversed that shit when they played against the. No, who did they? Who who did the they Sixers. beat? Sixers. Yep. Hey, he had some Sixers pants on when they won. Ain't no magic or juju <laughs> stopping the Golden State Warriors from fucking the Raptors up in the finals. <laughs> ain't no magic or juju stopping the fucking Bucks. Are gonna put the Bucks in a position to win the finals. Yeah. Both those teams getting fucked up in the finals. It's gonna be business as usual, and they're gonna be celebrating in a parade down in the bay. <clears throat> End of story. I don't care who else is out there. Shit. All I right. Don't care. We learned what we already knew. The Golden State Warriors are gonna win the uh, uh, championship once again. Pretty confident in that. But uh, we have a. Uh, uh, he's a Boston fan, you know, from the Patriots podcast that we've, you know, thrown out earlier. But he's also a Bruins fan, and what do you know? This is the third team that is making a run. So the third team in Boston that's making a run for a championship no team in the same ha- year. It's no team wild. has held all three Infinity Stones at once <laughs> since, I believe it was the 1930s. In Detroit. In Detroit. In Detroit. And um, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it, and I think they can do it. Um, I'm obviously pumped. I think what it's going to take 
is I'll keep this brief. Um, I think what it's going to take is the first line, just acting accordingly. If they come out and do what they've been doing and they're firing on all cylinders, um, I, 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 think it's, I think it's Bruins in five. Well, and I also want to make the comment that— Oh, and of course, of course, Rask, because the hot goalie bit stands. Well, like, listen, man. Like, yeah. You want to talk the hot goalie bit, St. Louis has got a oh, goalie yeah. that can be yeah. as hot as hot can be. And he's young, which I also think like having like a young player that always like kind of plays beyond like their skill set. When you have that, honestly, odds are like you do make an actual decent run. So the Blues have made a decent run. It's time for that to be over because, quite honestly, I think they're running up against a buzzsaw that is the Boston Bruins. And regardless of how Rask is playing or how that first line is playing, the entire team in Boston is yeah. playing excellent. It's, it's, it's clicking it's at the right deep. time. Yeah, I think deep. that. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. I think that literally sweeping the Canes when a lot of people thought. I mean, Canes I, are trash, I, well, I wasn't. I wasn't worried about the Canes. The Canes I are mean, trash. We, we took. We took. You know who I was worried about? I was worried about t- the Toronto Maple Leafs, and that game went seven. <laughs> and then I was a little skeptical about what the Blue Jackets were going to do. And what would that game go six? I don't know. And yeah, then, I think so. And then, and then we came up against the Canes. Who are and frauds. I was just confused as to why they were even fucking. We were fucking there. frauds, and and that even was though just, we lost to them. And the we, Capitals, we swept them out of the way. Yeah, and now you know what? I think the Blues are going to give us a, a, a tough Stanley Cup. I think Blues and five. I, I think right, no, no. Bees and five. Bees, bees and five. I yeah. think they'll take one at home. I think the Bruins are on an absolute tear right now. The whole team's firing on all cylinders. Yeah, that, plus the Juju in Boston. I mean, come on, like you guys are title town. I, I don't see you guys losing this uh, Stanley Cup series. But what I will say is, knowing how the playoffs have trended so far, I do have a reservation around you guys having so much rest. I hope that your team does not become complacent. And I hope that they don't come in here kind of feeling, you know, kind of like dialing down some of their intensity. Because I really like the way that they played the Hurricanes. Because the Hurricanes... all over them. As the Hurricanes are like this scrappy team that were just trying to get like under folks' skin, and they did that for a couple rounds. You guys uh, kicked them right in the nuts and made them <laughs> spit up a little blood. You guys have to have that same intensity when you go up against the Blues because Facts. the Blues are coming off of a series no where, cap. like, honestly, they were down, they came back, and they put it away. Yeah. So you guys, they're they're hot. And they're coming in with a lot of momentum. So they you guys came down off of some bad calls, like hand passed, like hand, uh, like what was that? An overtime hand pass in front of their own goal loss. That's tough to bounce back from, and they, they did it. Well, so We called it. We were like, yeah. yo, when that play happened, the Blues were going to win the series because, honestly, the hockey guys aren't yeah. going to lock that They were fired up. They yeah. were fired up. They gassed up on that shit, off, off that shit. So, B's in five. So, I'm thinking B's in five. B's in five. I'm, I'm confident B, in that. I'm going to say B's in six. Thank you, Brad. Okay. Yeah. I still think the B's are going to win. I just think, it, I mean, hopefully this is going to be an entertaining series. But yeah. For you, oh, you probably just also, want to end I will as say this. As I will say this about the Bruins, too. That defense was playing out of their mind. They were blocking all the shooting lanes against the Hurricanes. They could not get a fucking shot off. McAvoy was clearing it like an absolute champion. He's fast as shit. I love him. Um, and, yeah, I mean, Chara's getting old. He's a little slow, but guy's a guy's the man. So, Bees excited to see him back out there. Bees and six. Bees and yeah. five. Like, you know what? Honestly, we have to all be on the same page here. All right. Bees and, Juju five. Right. Bees and five. Yeah. Bees and five. Bees and five. Boom. All right. Next. We have golfing 101 with your random coworkers, your random buddies, whatever. We've all been there. You know when you're 
you're just chilling at your desk and your coworkers like, hey, man, we got a big group going out to golf. Can you play? And your initial reaction is like, fuck. Yeah, I got some, I got some clubs. Yeah, I'm pretty nice. I don't know. Craig, do you, do, what's your, what's your uh, take on this? Well, so the, the whole bit is around every time that you play golf, um, you know, first off, you have to understand that nobody's going to be PGA quality golfers. Right. And so golf is a very difficult sport. And so you have like different types of people that are out there. You have people that are trying to have fun. You have people that are really invested in the game. You have people that are actually like nice. Yeah, yeah. they're like kind of nice. You have some folks that fall in between. You have people that are trying to get drunk. And so I, I just thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about all these different types of personalities that come out to the golf course because we kind of see it all the time. I and mean, we were, we're playing golf on um, on Saturday. And depending on like the portfolio of individuals that are actually in your foursome, you could either be having a good time or you can have a really shit time. Well, and let's just let's just get this out there for the general population. Everybody sucks at golf. There's different levels Realistically, of Realistically, yes. The pros are good at golf. And you got your, like, one or two people here here or there that, like, played in college that are actually, like, legit. But D1, then everybody D2 else sucks players, on a different yeah. level. Yeah. You know, like, most of the people that go on, like, yeah, I'm pretty decent. It's like, yeah, I'm, you're, you're, break, keep, you're, break, you're, you're not shooting 100. Yeah, I can keep the ball yeah. in the fairway yeah. is, like, the mindset that you have. Or you're either, like, well, you know, my driving game's shit, but I can putt pretty well to make up for it or vice versa but everyone has like one thing that they're like i mean i i can i can approach well so so my favorite my favorite people to play golf with are the ones that like play all the time like invested a lot of money in their equipment invested a lot of money in like their clothing their shoes the whole nine and get out there and just hack the fucking course up (laughs) and get like real tight get like real tight like they they like take that swing out of the first c-box and you're just like fuck Fucking A, man. I never do this shit. Yo, Mulligan. Yeah. Yo, hold one. Mulligan. Mulligan. Yo, motherfucker, you put that on the driving rings. No Mully. Play it as it lies. Play it as it lies. It's my first hack of the season, bro. And I at least kept it in bounce. Fuck out of here. Got all this nice shit. I'm playing with like some hand-me-down clubs I got back when I was in high school. You can't even hit the ball straight. Motherfucker, give me your clubs. What's wrong with you? You play all the time. I got these glow-in-the-dark-ass fucking balls. Yeah. Yo, they're out here practicing all the time, like practicing bad habits. Yo, and, and then, and then so, that's, so that's one persona, right? Invest, invest everything you have into golf, tr- play all the time, and then just still fucking suck. Then there's the other bit. I golfed last weekend in Charleston with a buddy of mine who, God forbid, he just went to the range maybe once or twice and played like five or six times a year. He'd be an outstanding golfer. I saw him drive it like 300 plus yards. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm just like, dude, you, you hit it off the tee like an absolute champion. And like, you now just it, you just can't hit irons, putt, or approach it. You just can't do any because you don't play. But my God, if you just played a little bit. Like, this was the one time that he's probably going to golf all year. We're watching him just... Crush it 320 yards He's off just the a team. driver. He's a yeah. driver. And he doesn't even give a shit. And we're all sitting there like, damn, like, I wish I could fucking do that. Yeah, you're like, we're <laughs> yeah. not playing best ball. We're actually playing our own ball. So he's the, so he's the opposite. He's the under-investor, doesn't, doesn't play golf. Doesn't really care, And yet, too. just if he put a little bit of effort into it, he'd be absolutely incredible. But even in saying that, you have your folks that are the under-investors that actually have no talent and they subjected you and said yes to the foursome. <laughs> yep, you're fucking trash at golf. 
be upfront about it. Yeah. Be like, yo, honestly, we probably should not get out there together. Because <laughs> no. we're going to hold the whole course up. Or get out there and play your part. Like, drink some beers. Yeah. Be comedic smoke relief. Smoke cigs. Yeah. Smoke some cigars. Whatever you got. Do whatever the hell. Just go out there, have a good time, drive the cart, and pick your ball up. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. <laughs> pick, pick your ball up after you hit it shorter than the women's tees. Yeah. Pick it up. Walk it off. Yeah. And try on the next one. Or yeah. play best ball. I don't know. Or drop your draws and don't ask me why you're going to fucking do it. Or make a game out of it, like fucking shotgun. Like, don't give a shit. Just go out there for the good laughs. But there are also those people, too, that are, like, decent. And they're like, yo, but, like, let's definitely do shotgun mulligans. Shotgun hole. And by, like, <laughs> and you're like, yo, like, I want to match up with this guy because he's actually, like, decent at golf. Like, I'm not necessarily the best, best at golf. They carry you through, like, the first five holes, but do shotgun mulligans on every hole, and they're blacked out by hole six, <laughs> and they're, like, not even playing by, like, hole eight. just doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, it just, like, doesn't matter. And, like, you're left being the guy that actually can't play golf, <laughs> not doing anything right, losing all your balls. You know, that's the worst thing about golf. Like, you go out there, you're like, yo, let me get four sleeves of balls. <laughs> Why? Because I'm putting all these in a fucking lake. I'm putting three in a lake on just one bad hole. And it's so awkward because, like, when you have that guy, and that guy ends up being me a lot of the times, where I'm like, yo, put it in the lake. They're like, yo, but it's wide open. Take another shot. Put it in the lake. Yo, dude, like, let me give, let me give you one more. Put it in the lake. Yeah, all right, dude, like, you did a great job. But let's just, just get the fuck out of here. I just my fucking balls. <laughs> The balls 15, are like $15 a sleeve. $15 just gone in the water. Yeah. You got your guys that take their uh, take their tee shot out of the tee box and just throw their fucking driver in the woods. No one says anything for the, to them for like two holes. <laughs> it's like that awkward silence. Yeah. You're just waiting for them to have a nice shot. Just be like, yo, dude, good shot. That's why we keep coming back, right? <laughs> <laughs> yo, good putt. That's why we keep coming back, right? <laughs> You have your guy that gets out on the par three, puts it like two feet away from the hole on a down slope, puts it in the rough, <laughs> throws their butter in the fucking water. <laughs> no one can say anything. You're like, yo, like let's uh, definitely stop in the clubhouse on the on the turn. They go to the bathroom. Everybody else is like, dude, like honestly, um, Brad has a really bad temper. This is this has not been fun for me. Yeah, I mean, I think like any time, but I I think this is every type of golfer. For some reason, it is just totally appropriate to talk in the third person on the golf course. Yeah, you're not crazy if you do that. Like, Everybody Damn does it, it, Brad! You hooked it left. I, I what are you thinking? I talk to myself all the time in the third person when yeah. you're out there, and everybody does it. Everybody's swearing at themselves the whole time because that's what golf is. No it's cap. Absolute fucking nightmare. No cap. That's facts. Yeah. But it's great. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's great and it's a nightmare. It's great because you get to go outside, but it's really funny because right when you start, like you get up to that first hole and you're like, all right, this is going to be so much fun. Slice the drive. Slice your mulligan. Well, this right? day's And you're like, this shit. is going to be a long day on the course. <laughs> then you're yeah. like been out there for three hours and you're on hole like 11. And you're like, this is bad. You've let a couple people play through and it's your fault. <clears throat> this sucks being fun. You suck. You're sucking. Yeah. And then, oh, lastly, lastly, there's that guy that gets out there that is actually half decent. Not necessarily very good. The shark? The shark. But not necessarily. Who conned you out of all your money? Not necessarily the shark. The guy that, like, knows how to play the game, has, like, taken lessons and whatnot. 
is trying to teach you. Mm. So you're mm. struggling. And they're like, oh, well, dude, like you're, you're shifting your weight wrong. You're like, what the fuck does that mean, dude? <laughs> keep your head down. Yo, keep your head down. I'm swinging as hard as I tight, can. How tight. the hell am I supposed to keep my head down? Tighten up on that club. Yeah, dude, like, look at your grip. You're not gripping it right. Don't move that left elbow. Yeah. Whoa. What? Bruh, what? Yeah. I'm, I can't analyze myself and play this goddamn game. And these are also the same straight. guys. These are also the same guys that once you finally get a good shot, hit it down the fairway, you're like, yo, do you see where my ball went? They're like, nah. Nah. <laughs> I was too focused on your mechanics. Yeah. <laughs> Great follow through. All right. Should we, uh, let's wrap this up like real quick on the, you know, understanding your, your budget piece. Whoa, chill on that mic. Oh my bro. God. Uh, <clears throat> Bado, I'll let you introduce it. You got like a, a good couple minutes. So I what's guess. up? So we're talking about, so we're talking about, I guess just the way to listen. So summer's summer's coming up. There's definitely trips that you want to go on and you want to have a good time on them. You want to be a part of the fun. You don't want to miss out. But there's always like the budget. There's always the budget. And so it's just, listen, at the end of the day, this is just a quick bit on just like realizing that you can go on the trip. You can ball out on the trip for, of the summer with your friends. You just got to save money in the right places a little bit. Right. So like, listen, when you're going to work, pack your lunch. It's like... In the city that we live in, that's sixty to fifty dollars a week if you're yeah. buying lunch. Packing yeah. every day, and packing lunch three to four times a day yeah. can save. And so you like, do that for a couple a weeks. We're talking amount. hundreds of dollars, right? So pack the lunch, and it's and it's tough, but it'll pay off. You'll be able to either go on the trip or ball out on the trip. You have a little bit more spending money, so the lunches is a big bet. Well, and and I also I, I feel where you're coming from because there's so many times, and I'm I'm even I I fall victim to this because yeah. I'm like. Man, you know, I'd love to go on this trip. This would be a lot of fun, but man, it's like kind of a huge lift. Like I gotta like maybe flip a couple of racks to like get myself to Europe. But you know what? The amount of frivolous bullshit I buy for absolutely no reason, you kinda take a look in the mirror there for a second, and you're like, Man, I probably like dumped a rack away just <laughs> yeah. like eating. Yeah, out. yeah that could have like, that could have added up. You think about it. Picking yeah. up people's tabs. Remember back when we first moved here, every time we go out, you're like, yo, like, I got this first round for everybody. Why the fuck yeah, you get, would you do that? Yeah, yeah, you just start, yeah, frivol- frivolously buying drinks for anybody, anybody that's around you. Just because you yeah, can. Yeah, so that, so that goes to another bit, right? So it's so like, save money on the lunches. Save money on breakfast. I don't know, like, cook at night for dinner. Like, don't eat out. Don't get Uber Eats. That shit's expensive as hell. We're about to do right? that, though. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's Long at least 15 or 20. <laughs> but we're doing least... this podcast. Right, so right. We're right. right. We don't have time to cook right now. Right. But I'm just saying, like, well, plan ahead. Right. right. So, yeah. But, but it's just, like, having the due diligence to do that. So then the other bit is, like, listen. Don't go out the nights that don't matter and save up for that trip that you want to go on. Or... Like, so that you can, like, really fucking go crazy on that trip. So, like, if there's a night where nothing's going on, stay the fuck in. Yeah. Because you're yeah. just, all you're going to do is just get a fucking hangover the next day. Whatever's going on that night can't be as good as whatever trip that you're trying to save up for. So just fucking stay in. Chill out. There's tons of cheaper ways to just have a good time. So just, like, don't don't blow your money on nights that don't matter. And save up for that trip. Yeah, I mean, like, when you're eating out and you're drinking out all the time, you're quite literally shitting and pissing your money away. Right. <laughs> right. That's visual. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. Like, you can look down in the fucking toilet and be like, 
That's my fucking Italy <laughs> trip. Eighty dollars right there. <laughs> well, that was my fucking trip to Ibiza and that log that I just put in the toilet. Yeah, that could have gone a long way to getting me to where I wanted to be. And it's but not easy, but it's all it's all just a mental thing. It's just yeah. a mental thing. Like you're gonna have FOMO not going out that night or like or whatever you think's gonna happen that night is not as important as how much fun you could have going on that trip with your friends or again being able to ball out on that trip. Another thing yeah. is um coffees too, man. Those three and four dollars I mean, surprisingly can add up like a good bit. Yeah, this is this is just yeah, like the going out at night, the food, the coffees, um, just unnecessary shit that you yeah, can really like, if you're comp- if you work somewhere that has like a Keurig, like come on, just don't be bougie for a couple of days and drink fucking Keurig coffee. Drink yeah. the grit, and yeah, I guess like, you drink the grit. Yeah, save that. Like, suck it up. Save the money on the material things that you might not need. Like hold off on that pair of fucking Yeezys that you want right now. I didn't don't do get that. them yet. Didn't Don't do get that. him yet, Brad. But right? that's okay because, you know, I'm struggling now to budget for some trips. Right. You know, so, it so, is what it is. The, yeah, so I like, made that decision. And yeah, you made that decision. If you're fine with that decision, that's okay. But Don't bitch and complain. Don't bitch and complain when you can't Your go boy's on the not ship. bitching uh, and yeah. complaining, but this is, this is just a helpful, so maybe, you know, yeah, this is so helpful. Maybe, so hold off on the material stuff that, you know, if it's not, if it's not like a must-have, if it's right. not going to make your fucking day, like, then just hold off on it. If you want something, make it work financially. And if you want something, be honest with yourself. If you're yeah. wasting a lot of your money, you got to recognize that. Yeah. yeah. Because a lot of people do that shit, and they do like live outside of their means, and then when they want to actually do something, it's my gone. God, they're the first one to bitch about like, yo, like the bottom one is a little too of a, too big of a lift. And it's like, why can't wallet. I do this? I need to get paid more. And it's like, well. You don't. You're making good money. <laughs> yeah. You're just... Pissing it all away. Yeah. You, you spent $1,000 on a table at the local club that you got no pussy at. <laughs> nice, dude. Yeah, great. Nice. <laughs> all right, that does it, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, stay frothy. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.